So according to digitalspy.com, WrestleMania 37 matches, predictions, venue, rumors, etc. cetera. Uh, very first thing they predicted was that they predicted that um, Daniel Bryan was going to win the Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that did not happen. Right. A lot of people predicted that. They predicted that Brock was going to return also. Did not mm-hmm. happen as well. No, 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 no. That and, did not happen. Uh, there was another thing where they predicted that Ronda Rousey was going to come out and win the whole thing. None yeah. of that happened. No, no, no really huge returns except for maybe one or two. Hurricane is a huge return, man. It's I, Hurricane, <laughs> the Shane Helms Hurricane is the biggest turn <laughs> you need. I had to explain that to my kid. I was like, this man now only comes out once a year for this whole gimmick, and it's worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Christian too. Christian was the, the 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 really big one. I thought. Yeah, I wonder how long that's going to last. I wonder if he's going to be back from time to time, or if he's going to be back for the WrestleMania match or something like that. I don't know. But well, um, it it all it all seems pretty promising. I think maybe a year or two ago, they like would they have they would barely let him set foot in the ring, let alone you know do a spot or anything. And to see him competing is pretty uh, encouraging. Maybe that maybe he might have a WrestleMania match. It's possible. Uh, here's the hoping. So, all right. So this is Andrew Van. This is false start with Andrew Van. We have man is Clancy back. Now we made predictions last week of the rumble. Uh, some were kind of right, right. Some of them were not really worth really predicting like Bobby Lashley and Riddle. Like we knew that was going to happen. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, you did mention that you would not be surprised that edge would win. That's right. Yeah. Uh, edge. It, it was kind of funny. I think of all my, predictions uh edge was the one that i had like had in in the back of my mind for the longest time probably too long to the point where i was like well they probably won't do that it feels too obvious but uh they did it and they did it in uh entertaining fashion in my opinion i thought his match and his like arc throughout the match was pretty good yeah i think for what they for what they had left in the tank with him he pulled off what he could. I mean, I definitely was just kind of rolling my eyes here and then being the skeptic that I am and just be like, okay, he's just clearly in the corner doing nothing, catching his breath while everyone else is beating <laughs> each other up. They should get the camera off of him right now. Um, <laughs> my kid even laughed really hard when Seth Rollins comes out and like as Seth kind of sneaks under the rope, he's just like laying in the corner, just waiting, biding his time for um, Daniel Bryan to like just turn his back. And then he does the curb stomp. Runs back and throws Daniel Bryan out. I mean, Landon was laughing as I was just looking at Seth's face, like, here he comes. Oh my God, here he comes. He's just there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it is weird to like place some normality of like, where, what should I be doing right now? Where should I be right now? Where is stage left? You know? Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, I don't know if I could withstand, you know, the withstand a wrestling, a real wrestling match for like five minutes, let alone like a full 60 minute. Royal Rumble match, I'd get lost and need to catch my breath after a while too. But I think he he hit all his big spots. I can't remember any like uh, particularly big botches from the match or anything. I think overall it was a pretty well constructed match. Yeah, it was it was a decent match. Um, so let's go down the list here. So we have uh, first off we have Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. They won the women's tag team championship, which no surprise there. I think you predicted that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> The match no one wanted, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg in two minutes and 32 seconds. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I would say it, it does a lot for Drew McIntyre. They're really uh, – I can't remember 
a dude, a guy who's uh, push and sort of uh, world championship reign has been handled quite as well as this guy in the as this guy has in the last for a baby years. too, right? Yes, like, yeah, for a baby face for sure, right? Like, well, I mean, they had like this gold mine opportunity two years ago with Kofi, like just eating up the world, and mm-hmm. then they let that go in like four months. As soon as Fox hit. Oh, WWE hit Fox. They're like, you know what, Kofi? We love you. We can't put this belt on you and get ratings. Put it back on Brock in like <laughs> yeah. two seconds. Yeah, it did not take very long. But you know, it, it you know, I think Drew McIntyre is already pretty believable as a top face and a top champion. And you know, this only sort of helps to cement that status for him going forward. You know, it's it's just weird. Like they can't put any. They can't find anyone to put him over more at this point, right? Like, as far as like a top heel goes, like he's already faced AJ, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the only person left is like champions, champions match Bobby Lashley, maybe where Bobby Lashley drops the belt. I mean, I don't know who else is at this point you bring up for him to even. Yeah, I don't know. And I think he already beat Lashley earlier this year, uh, one of his first title defenses, too. So, uh, I mean, there's uh, there are some rumors about some big returns uh, for WrestleMania that I could you know, see happening, but uh, really, I think it's more likely that he just holds this belt for a while longer and continues to, uh, you know, be built up, you know. I mean, John WWE, Moxley, John Moxley uh, can do an AEW, I mean, so can Drew McIntyre in WWE. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, one of the WWE's big problems right now is sort of building up and elevating under and mid-card guys up to that level, you know what I mean? I think you see it on both shows. I think Drew has kind of wiped out the, his like sort of cabinet of believable challengers and uh, unless something changes and Roman, there's hardly any faces on SmackDown's roster really to go against Roman Reigns other than Daniel Bryan. So that's something they're really going to need to work on in the next few months and years and so, and so forth. Women's SmackDown championship match. Sasha Banks defeats Carmella. No surprise again via, mm-hmm. via submission. Um, any notes there on your thoughts on the match? Uh, not, not particularly, uh, you know, it just, uh, this feud with Carmella, I think had its moments and like, uh, I thought the match that Sasha Banks had against the manservant character, Reginald, uh, last week on SmackDown was, uh, was, was pretty cool. Um, but you know, it, and now it's time to start building up towards her WrestleMania match, which I would anticipate would be Bianca Belair, given that they're both on SmackDown right now. Uh, that could change, I'm sure, but that's the match that I would want to see most uh, coming out of that Women's Royal Rumble is Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I mean, but, you know, the WWE, they try to every once in a while pull the rug from under you and switching the champion the month right before just to be like, ah, I didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah, it's totally still possible. I don't, I think, you know, usually between the Rumble and WrestleMania, you have uh, at least one, probably two pay-per-views. Um, I think it's usually like fast lane and uh, elimination chamber. And if there's going to be a title change, it's probably going to happen at elimination chamber. I would anticipate uh, if that is still on the schedule. I don't know if that's still the case, but uh, but uh, I don't know. I think I, uh, the only champion I can see really changing hands between now and WrestleMania is maybe uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships or the uh, Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, and then the other thing would be that, you know, uh, they could also throw in a, a triple threat at any point, right? Like kind of like the first 
women's main event with Becky Lynch and uh, Ronda and Charlotte, right? They could just be like, you know, let's just make it a triple threat at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. It could, it could definitely happen. And uh, I'm not sure that Ronda Rousey will return uh, for this WrestleMania. I guess I wouldn't be surprised either, but uh, uh, it's not currently what I'm predicting to have happen, but I can totally see a triple threat coming out of that, that division just with, you know, Oscar, Charlotte, uh, they're clearly building up Alexa bliss and uh, Rhea Ripley is going to be on the main roster sooner or later. So those are four, you know, pretty believable candidates to have a women's championship match at WrestleMania. Uh, next up, we have the women's championship, uh, sorry, women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, let's see. We have 30 entrants. Bailey's the number one spot. And then, uh, like I said, Bianca Belair won. I'm trying to think of any notable things here. Looking at a Wikipedia here, Ray couple, was... Go ahead. Couple uh, returns. Uh, we had uh, Victoria. Yep. Uh, you know, real uh, fan favorite coming back, and you know, looking pretty good and hitting some, hitting hitting her big move, which is always such a scary looking move, the Widow's Peak. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jillian Bell. The uh, you you remember. Uh, Jillian Bell from like the mid two thousands. Yeah, she was like uh... she had the like singing gimmick. Yeah, and she was like with JBL for a little bit. Yeah, JBL, and then uh, somebody else had her. At one at one point, her gimmick was that she had a huge, disgusting growth on her face. Uh, the boogeyman, oh yeah, the boogeyman ate off her face. Oh god, what a terrible, terrible gimmick to have. But uh, and then I think uh, Tori Wilson was the last one. Tori Wilson was there. Uh, and she hit some of those big like flying clotheslines and everything. So and Alicia Fox and Alicia Fox totally forgot. Uh, it's only, only because Alicia Fox, I guess, only left the roster a year or two or three ago, maybe. So, uh, but yeah, she was back too. Um, but the most important thing is that, like in my opinion, I think the right the right candidate won. You know, I think Bianca Belair. It's like she's such a spectacular athlete really and you know she cut that great uh promo at the end where she was tearing up and just really believable as a baby face now and uh i'm looking forward to seeing how her push pans out and seeing what she can do on uh at wrestlemania it was a very raw heavy match too as far as the women goes there was 11 raw women in there and i think there were seven smackdown and then one two three four five six seven uh nxt people and then you had the hall of famer toy wilson and a couple of random entrants there so yeah i mean that was it was it was i mean if you put betting odds in like vegas you could put money on you know more odds that the raw was gonna win surprisingly so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah i think maybe raw just has a slightly bigger roster right now but I, i'm not 100 percent sure of that and then Ray ripley eliminated the most women at seven and then mm-hmm. obviously as the runner-up, uh, as the runner-up, yep. And I'm yeah, trying to I see mean, who had the shortest time in there. <laughs> Look like Alicia Fox with one minute and forty-eight seconds. Nope, it was Alexa Bliss at one minute and two seconds. Oh wow, okay, that's so funny because that Alexa Bliss segment felt so much longer than that. Uh, well, let me take the back. I'm I'm not good at reading. Here. Carmella, forty-seven seconds eliminated by Tamina. Uh, okay, okay, gotcha. Well, the oh, Alexa yeah, Bliss thing is so weird. Like when she showed up. Uh, the following night, which we'll talk about on Raw. I mean, that was just yeah. I don't understand what's going on with the whole fiend and 
uh, her situation in the Randy Orton feud, not feud thing. So Yeah, I, I, and I don't know where that's going to go either. I mean, when I was kind of like imagining the WrestleMania card in my head, I had a really hard time placing The Fiend against anyone. You know, it was, it was really tough to tell uh, how that was going to pan out, more or less. Let's go to the Universal Championship match, which I still hate saying Universal Championship because this is a dumb name. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Kevin Owens. This was so entertaining for my 10-year-old to watch. It wasn't even f- close. Like He was like mouth open when um, Owens did the senton bomb onto like where yeah. the Roman was on from two stories. And then he laughed so hard with Roman and the go kart and the golf cart hitting <laughs> Kevin Owens, and he was like, "What? You can do that?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you, whatever you want." Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I didn't get to catch this whole match, but I got I got to see some of the highlights and everything. And uh, you know, solid match. You know, Roman continues to deliver as this heel character. Uh, I heard the ending was kind of a wet fart, but that's okay. You know, the good guy wasn't going to win anyway, so uh you know well not not as big of a deal and uh you know it's kind of crazy you know like a couple months ago kevin owens was doing like commentary and sort of like mid-card stuff and then all of a sudden they look around on smackdown they got no challengers for roman reigns and so they elevate him really quickly and it feels kind of forced but here at the end of this match you're you're kind of feeling like okay kevin owens has been built up uh, a little bit again and is kind of uh back on the upswing as a in-ring guy. There's something about Owens's um, stunner that I like and I don't like. It's, it's mainly his is actually a little different from Stone Cold, which is good. Even though Stone Cold gave him the blessing to, to use it. Like the way Stone Cold would pop you the light kick. And like, it felt like this is going to sound really corny, but it felt like just an, a, a poetry flow of him going to grab your neck and then swiftly coming down. Owens looks like he just like straight yanks on you like like whiplash, which is like you know it's, it's supposed to look devastating, right? Because otherwise it's a really mm-hmm. dumb move in general, and people are gonna probably want to fight me over that. And it, it is a dumb move because well, why in God's green would you ever you just yank on someone's neck like that coming down on your ass? Which Stone Cold himself has said when he did it on concrete, that was probably one of the biggest things he ever regretted. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know why anyone. I mean, obviously getting the blessing from stone cold and actually doing the stunner as your finisher every week on WWE sounds pretty awesome. And like, I totally get why anybody would want to do that. But on the same sense, if you like, if you, you know, take the historical context out of the equation, I mean, it just seems like such an uncomfortable move to perform. And also I always thought the pop-up power bomb was such a awesome move an awesome finisher for Kevin Owens. I, I wish he would do that. Uh, I wish he would, you know, still use that as, as his finish, but uh, I, don't, I don't really know why they changed the stunner in the last year or two, but uh, uh, I, I'm no matter what the finish is, I'm, I'm just happy to see him kind of moving up the card again. And I hope he can continue to be around the title picture around the mid card title picture uh, and just do it more than they had him doing before uh, this feud. Right, and you know, I, whew, you, you talk about the end, the ending being a wet fart. It 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 had a moment where it was like, it, this is really going to be cool, makes sense. The handcuff thing, 
And then when he pulled the ref into the spotlight thing and knocked him out, that was a good move because it's like, okay, it's Roman showing off. Is Roman being really smart? But then did you notice how long it took the the key to work for Paul Heyman? Like that took a, like an excruciating long time awkwardly. Like wh- I'm glad like there's no live audience to show like Owen's probably just standing around like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But, you know, in reality, it's like, this is awkward and you guys messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's too bad it uh, ended on a, you know, so- somewhat of a down note. But again, you know, it's not like it, you know, it's not like a wet fart during what was supposed to be like a crowning victory, a wet fart during sort of just a transitional title match where the guys, the top guy is going to stay the top guy is uh, less egregious in my opinion. So uh, now we get to the men's 30 man elimination Royal rumble number one draw entry, which I don't know. Is, is, is it, does it show off that he still got something in the tank when he's the number one entrant and comes through the, all the way? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I was like, I, I found it pretty incredible. I mean, not only to be the number one entrant and last over an hour, which is difficult, no matter how much hiding in the corner you're doing. And I don't, I thought he was still, you know, making meaningful, meaningful contributions throughout the match. Uh, but I, I think it, it shows that he's still got a lot in the tank, you know, and uh, the fact that he's already gone on raw and is on NXT tonight, apparently uh, I think shows that, you know, he's got the juice for at least this WrestleMania run and possibly beyond, you know, we'll see. What was Randy Orton doing for 30 minutes? <laughs> just, you know, faking an injury, you know, he's just trying to, you know, uh, pull a fast one on uh, everybody um, and try to win that match. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that's what he was doing. He's probably like, you know, tweeting at indie wrestlers and, uh, you know, sharing pictures, sharing videos of his kid on Instagram and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> playing in the pool. Making a TikTok. You know, that's what he seems to do when he's not wrestling these days. Any surprises? So for me, Carlito, I think I texted you during the match. like, Carlito. Yeah, Carlito being back was. And uh, jacked. Yeah. Be, jacked Carlito. Being back and being jacked was very cool. Uh, no pun intended. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, I think it's great to see him back. I mean, you know, they advertised him for that, like, Raw Legends night a couple weeks ago. And he wasn't on the show and then he, he got interviewed later and was like, yeah, they advertised me for that show and they never called me to be on it or anything. They never asked or anything. So, you know, it, it was weird how that had happened, but then to see him actually back in this match and looking so good was cool. And uh, what I've heard since then, you know, he's already been on raw uh, this week. Uh, but what I've heard since then is that he's got sort of a, a similar deal to what MVP had at the 2019 Royal Rumble, I guess it was, you know, he made his return and he was there sort of on a trial basis uh, and it went well enough for MVP that he's, you know, still here now. Uh, Same thing could very well happen with Carlito. Uh, Although who knows, you know, he seems to be doing pretty well, just sort of, I think he does like a lot of like Hollywood stunt coordinating and he's been on glow and stuff like that. So uh, who knows? Did so? Did Miz? Maybe I missed something, but did Miz not even use Money in the Bank last night at all? No, he did not. 
because I noticed uh, it during the KO and Roman Reigns. It was just in the background, like near the floor where they were wrestling around outside the ring. It was just on a table. I was like, what the hell is that doing out there? Yeah, I, I have no idea. And I, I don't think they have any idea as to what they're going to do with the money in the bank briefcase. You know what I mean? Like we're coming up. I mean, after WrestleMania, you know, it'll be a year in whatever May, I guess that pay-per-view was last year. So, you know, somebody needs to cash it in, you know, at some point Uh, it's just so crazy to me that whole, how that whole situation has unfolded this year. One of the, like, I think the biggest sort of fumbles on their part. Well, I mean, it's like, aside from Seth Rollins holding all the way till April and that WrestleMania, what was it the one with Sting? I mean, that was like the longest time someone's ever held on to the money in the bank, right? So I think so. Yeah, I think uh, that, and I think Carmella held the first women's money in the bank briefcase for, you know, ten months or something like that—a pretty long time. So uh, I really, I really have no idea where that is is going because I, I mean, I can't see a cash in it. I really cannot see the Miz cashing in at WrestleMania and getting any kind of anything near the reaction that they want to get out of something like that. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, ha- I have kind of an idea what they might do with it, but I guess I'll, I'll wait to pitch that until, uh, you know, after the recap. All right. So now what, what are Manus Clancy's predictions? So I'm going to go brief rule here on, Bleach Report. Bleach Report is is predicting WrestleMania 37 matches. Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax versus Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, followed that, by. That's already. Oh well, I guess no. The the they do still have the tag team. Okay, they just got the tag team. They just got games. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then right. they're predicting Sasha Banks, Bianca Bel- Belair, kind of like you just said. Mm-hmm. Asuka and Charlotte. I'm sorry. It's yeah. a four match. Asuka, Charlotte, Ray Ripley, and Lacey Evans. Yes, I I total I can totally see that match happening or you could you could even you could split that up as well you could do oscar versus rhea ripley and charlotte versus lacey evans mm-hmm. uh but charlotte versus lacey evans may very well be like one of the you know in between pay-per-views between now and then so who knows roman reigns versus edge so they're saying edge is going to pick him the smackdown champion yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, we already talked about SmackDown not having enough faces. Um, and it kind of, it could, you know, you could make that fit with Edge's story a little bit better. But I, I see them doing Roman versus Daniel Bryan uh, before they, before Roman versus Edge. I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Edge. And then the prediction here on Bleach Report this is Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And, it kind of fits with what I think Seamus just kind of like turned on Drew McIntyre on Monday or something and right. kicked him. So that's totally a possibility. But I mean, you know, the thing that has sort of influenced my predictions is that it's a, it's going to be a two night event again. Right. Uh, and I saw somebody talking about, so that basically you need two really huge matches for each night, total of four huge matches. And I just don't see, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus as fitting in the huge match category. I think Drew versus Edge fits that a little bit better, in my opinion. Um, or you could even flip the challengers, but you'd have to do some real, make some real logical jumps to make that happen. 
but uh, that that's kind of what I'm predicting right now. So this is a wild prediction, and they're throwing out there that let me see who the author of this article is is uh the doctor chris Mueller? you can tweet at him at the doctor chris Mueller. he's predicting a tag team matchup between team of damian priest and bad Bunny, uh, according to his corona commercial assumed a bad Bunny versus <laughs> miz and morrison uh okay i mean i mean they've let snoop dogg into wrestlemania before so yeah yeah i mean I'm into it. Did you see? Bad, we didn't even talk about Bad Bunny from the uh, Royal Rumble, but he Bad had a Bunny. great. He had a great flying crossbody during the Rumble match. So, who knows? You know that could be their big, you know, celebrity match of the year. You know, I could see it. I could see it happening. All right, let me give these from iwnerd.com predictions. These are more in depth. This one is a uh, biggie versus Sammy versus Kevin Owens versus King Corbin for Intercontinental Championship. So a four way matchup there. Okay, I had kind of a similar prediction. I saw I saw them doing a big match or maybe like a ladder match or something for the Intercontinental Championship because there's been at least one ladder match, I think, at, I don't know, for most of the WrestleManias going back for a good while. So, uh, And the Intercontinental Championship has been involved in a lot of those uh, those ladder matches. So I was predicting something very similar to that. Uh they have other alternatives, but I won't list them just to kind of keep time's sake. Their next one, the prediction is Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan. Okay, yeah, the, I, I can I can see that happening. You know, if if Daniel Bryan's not going to be in the championship matchup, but again, you know, and I think we talked about this on the prediction show. Daniel Bryan has said that he's pretty much done as a full time wrestler. I think they want to get the most out of the matches that he has left with them, uh, and. You know, Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan would actually be a pretty big match, but it's not a championship match. I think putting Daniel Bryan in the championship match makes more sense. Uh, next one, Bobby Lashley versus either Damian Priest or Keith Lee. It's like an, an and or option there. Yeah, I was thinking probably Keith Lee in that spot. Uh, I think it's time to just finally like give him actually give him a big win and, you know, do it at WrestleMania because he's been so hot and cold all year. You know, it was so crazy. He wasn't even in, he wasn't even on the rumble pay-per-view, right? Did he wrestle on the pre-show or anything? Mm-hmm. No, that's crazy to me. So I think, I think Lashley versus Keith Lee is a good match. Yeah. I don't understand. Like they didn't even just have him on at all. Like he was nowhere. To, I mean, I don't know what that says, you know? Yeah, I have no idea either. Like, I get it. Like, you don't know where to plug him in because you don't know who to let him eliminate, who to let eliminate him kind of thing. But it's like, wow, like, you guys really just screwed the pooch. Like, you could have just put him in the spot where Braun was and Braun could have just came back another time. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, who knows? And, I mean, they really, I mean, they really spoiled a lot of the surprises for this Royal Rumble, right? You know, they announced Edge was returning a week before. Braun returned on Friday. So, you know, who knows, you know, what they have in store or if they're just going to continue to burn these things on the weekly shows. But, yeah, I think Keith Lee versus Bobby, Bobby Lashley makes a lot of sense. They are also, IWNR, predicting a Street Profits versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Shinsuke and Cesaro, a four-way matchup for the uh, tag team championship on SmackDown. I think that would be a lot of fun to see. 
Yeah, I think I actually had this match. Uh, I, I predicted this match as a triple threat, just same matchup, just without Shinsuke and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my that was my best guess. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know, I think having the Street Profits in that that match is going to be a must because they lost the titles to Rude and Ziggler. But I think the reason they lost it is to transition it to the Mysterios, give them that big, cool family moment at WrestleMania. Uh, and uh, and then do, you know, Mysterios versus Street Profits down the line or something. Yeah. Next matchup, Flair, Charlotte Flair versus Ray Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. So this person just went ahead and just skipped over Asuka and said, one, like, somehow Charlotte's going to win it back and it's going to go, you know, one-on-one with Rhea. Now, he does have a side prediction that maybe it's a three-way match or maybe it's Asuka versus Rhea. Who knows? So, Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I, I, I think I predicted uh, the Raw Women's Championship would be something like, uh, well, let me just refer to my notes real quick. Uh, I wrote this down. Um, yeah, I had, I had triple threat Asuka, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley. Uh, I, th- I just think it makes a ton of sense, you know, uh, to have all th- those three together. I mean, Asuka and Charlotte obviously have the history being WrestleMania opponents and tag team partners. Uh, Charlotte and Rhea have the history being WrestleMania opponents. Uh, I don't think Asuka and Rhea have had a match, but God, that would be a really awesome match. So uh, triple threat makes a lot of sense to me. And, uh, you know, Charlotte will probably resolve this whole Lacey Evans thing. Uh, before that match is my prediction. No surprise here. Predicting also Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I mean, the other alternative would be Bianca Belair versus Asuka, but I mean, that makes less sense there, right? Yeah, definitely. I think Sasha versus Bianca Belair is just an awesome matchup top to bottom, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do together. Uh, Next prediction is Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Fiend hopefully returning at some point. Uh, and either a stipulation match or one of those weird cinematic matches that the fiend always has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, again, I, like I said, I have no idea what to do or think of the fiend at this point. He's such a weird character. He's had some really awesome moments. He's had some really crappy matches, uh, which is why I had no idea how to predict him for uh, WrestleMania. My guess was they might do, Randy Orton versus Christian. I thought that could have been kind of cool, but who knows if Christian is actually back or if this was just sort of a one-time rumble appearance. Uh, but boy, I mean, he looked back in that match. I would love to see those two have a match together. My, uh, my kid made me feel so awful watching the rumble match with them because I was trying to skip to the part where Christian comes out and explain how Christian and edge kind of go together and what they mean to each other. And then I said, my quote was, Oh, and this guy, he's been around since since I was a kid. Like, he was one of the best tag team performers when I was around. And then as, Rich, you know, Christian's kind of doing the whole peep thing. My kid goes, yeah, I can tell he's older with his gray hair. And I was like, damn it. Damn it. Why you got to say stuff like that? Uh, no, I love Christian being back here. I love that moment. I mean, I definitely was just like kind of in a, in a tizzy when like a just a little ah shakes when uh, they hug each other crying a little bit. And then, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, real uh, pulling on the heartstrings there. Yeah, and it made sense, right? Like it was what you wanted to see in this perfect scenario, in this perfect world. Um, this is a wild card here that I have not seen except for iwnerd.com. Again, this is where I'm reading this from. Drew McIntyre versus John Cena. 
yeah, uh, I have. There are there have been a lot of rumblings about John Cena having a match at uh, WrestleMania. Uh, my prediction was actually John Cena versus Goldberg. Uh, I thought I was like, you know, <laughs> as far as drawing power, that's like the biggest matchup they could probably do, right? Uh, probably would be a bad match, but that's that's my best guess. And uh, but yeah, uh, Drew McIntyre versus John Cena would also probably be really solid. You know, definitely a better match in ring wise than John Cena versus Goldberg. But uh, I, I see it as a possibility. I mean, let's remember Goldberg's uh, last match was two minutes and thirty two seconds. John Cena's last WrestleMania match, if I'm not mistaken, was like under ten seconds against Undertaker, right? Yeah, it was it was a couple. It was like I think it was three or four minutes long, but it was it was really short. Um, yeah, I mean and... it was a squash match. It was just basically Taker just kind of had his way with him just to give the people what they wanted because of the whole previous year where he lost against Roman and people were pissed about that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he has not been seen since. Uh, uh, I guess he has not been. He's not been seen since last WrestleMania when he had the Firefly Funhouse match. Oh that? yeah, geez. I for, uh, <laughs> uh, why did I forget that was a thing? Oh, because it was so weird. Like, yes, the Doctor of Thugonomics came back that night and other things, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So so that, that's a full year without any John Cena in the WWE since who knows when, you know. Well, we were supposed to get him in Fast 9, but COVID hit. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, and the final prediction here for the WWE Universal Championship is either going to be first prediction, Roman Reigns versus Edge, which a lot of people are saying, or what if it was Daniel Bryan for the championship? And then this guy is throwing it out here just for fun. Like, what if it was a three-way match between Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and uh, Edge, or Drew McIntyre in there somehow? So mm, Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? They could, they could do that. They could also do... Uh, they could like rip off the Wrestle Kingdom format and have their two championship matches on night one, and then have a unification match on night two. Uh, that's what Wrestle Kingdom has done for the last couple of years, since that's a two two night event now. Uh, it would be pretty cool to you know see Roman versus Daniel Bryan uh, on night one, Drew versus Edge on night one, and then you could do the winner of those two matches on night two. You know, you could do Roman versus Drew. You could do Daniel versus Drew. You could do any combination of those four, really. You could make it happen, you know. So uh, I, I don't know how blatant they want to be in their ripoff attempts. Uh, but I also don't think they have many qualms about doing stuff like that. Uh, so that that's certainly a possibility as well. What other Manus Clancy predictions have we not covered uh, going back and forth between different lists and stuff like that? Well, let's take a look here. Okay. Uh, yep. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee. That was the first match I wrote down. I had uh, Big E versus Sami Zayn versus Apollo Crews versus Cesaro versus Shinsuke versus Kevin Owens in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Can I just say, going back to Keith Lee uh, and Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley and Big E's chemistry in the Rumble was just so good. Oh yeah, that was, their their interactions in the Royal Rumble were a real highlight. Uh, a couple other highlights from that match, I think Daniel Bryan working with Matt Riddle was really cool. Yeah, uh, just as far as the in ring stuff goes, They're, they vibed really well. Yeah, and and that that's what I like to see in the Royal Rumble is uh, 
cool interactions between wrestlers uh, who maybe you don't normally get to see interact or just aren't currently working with each other all the time. Uh, the, the, that's my favorite kind of stuff. But uh, the, 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 those are my predictions for the U.S. and Intercontinental Championship. Uh, then you move into the top of the card. You got Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. You got Drew McIntyre versus Edge. We talked about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Mysterios versus Rude and Ziggler versus Street Profits for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I wrote down uh, Hurt Business versus Retribution for Rock Tag Team Championships. I don't really know how I feel about that. I could, I could also <laughs> see, you know what else I could see is like, some you know now that they got Carlito and Jeff Hardy t- tag teaming up on Raw, I could see them uh, having a tag team run together. You know, just sort of as a throwback thing, or I could see them and like a couple other like weird 2006, 2007 WWE legends having like a beat down on Retribution or something like that, and the Hurt Business can defend against somebody else. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Char- Sasha Banks, Oscar versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Um, I wrote down Nia Jax versus and Shayna Baszler versus Alexa Bliss in like a weird handicap match or something like that because they're trying to build her up, but I don't, I don't really know. Like I said, I don't you know, I don't I didn't know what to do with the Fiend on this card, and by extension, I don't know what to do with Alexa Bliss. But then you got uh, Randy Orton versus Christian. Uh, I wrote down Otis versus Chad Gable probably as like a pre-show match. Um, then you've got uh, John Cena versus Goldberg. Um, and then I have another another ladder match. Uh, Sheamus versus Matt Riddle versus Ricochet versus The Miz versus Morrison versus AJ Styles versus Andrade versus Jinder Mahal for Money in the Bank briefcase. Right. I, think, uh, I, I think they're going to bring back the Money in the Bank uh, match at WrestleMania, or at least I don't know. I had a hard time trying to resolve what to do with all these sort of struggling mid card guys. Uh, and then the final match was going to be uh, Jackson Riker versus Lars Sullivan in a who can be more racist online match. <laughs> as you say that, as Lars Sullivan got the uh, release today. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my that was my one uh, new stipulation match. Is CM Punk still with WWE in some contractual uh, way? Yeah, I think he's still meant to be a commentator on like WWE backstage, but I also don't even know if that show is still running, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I don't know either. I I thought it would be a good idea if somehow he would orchestrate the downfall of Retribution because it would make sense with his background and his personas back in the day. Mm. But you know that's always a dream we can have there. Yeah, uh, those are those are really good predictions. I like I like them all, especially the Lars Sullivan one. If they somehow just sign him for like a one day feud, <laughs> uh, just a gross human being, folks. If you don't know what we're talking about, look it lucky, up. Make, lucky you. Yeah, look it up and make sure you're not doing it on your work computer. Is all I can say. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's my. I mean, I just kind of threw that together today. I could. I think those predictions are, will change a lot in the next couple of months because some of them still feel pretty loose, and there are still, you know, some wrestlers who I think will be on the card who aren't on the card that I put together today. So, who knows? Overall, how satisfied were you? F F from F scale to an A plus scale. How satisfied were you with the Royal Rumble overall? 
pretty pretty satisfied. Uh, I thought I thought both matches were super solid. Um, you know, I I, I I liked both matches a lot. Uh, both had really satisfying endings. Uh, you know, with with baby faces winning, uh, and you know, uh, just really solid overall. Trying to think back on you know previous rumbles. Um, you know, I, I, I think this one, the, the men's Royal Rumble uh, compares pretty favorably uh, from like an in-ring standpoint and everything to last year's, uh, although last, well, I guess, yeah, last year's was the one with uh, Brock, I think, running through everybody for like the first 15. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that's kind of how I'm feeling about it. I'm very overall satisfied. We'll just leave it at that. Nice. Um, any other thoughts going into just what you hope for, for like edge or what you hope for, for just like that, that, like, what is your WrestleMania moment? What is the moment you want to see? Went on that. Good question. Um, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, really, I think the, this current era of WWE for the last, you know, five, six years has been defined by the women's division. I think that's been like the most consistent and most entertaining part of their product for the most part. Um, So I think taking this uh, chance to really continue to elevate that division and push new stars would be great. I would love to see Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley both as champion at the end of WrestleMania and just continue the growth and development of that whole division as like the uh, core part of this product. Nice. That's a good one there. All right. That is man is Clancy with his rumble Royal rumble thoughts, predictions and WrestleMania hopes and dreams and predictions as well. This is part one of the post Royal rumble and pre WrestleMania lineup here. Our second part interview will be with, PD Bachman and a second here as I bring him up. And this has been Man is Clancy. Find him on more, more episodes with False Start with Andrew Van. Um, we've covered definitely, let's see. I know we joked about Johnny Tsunami a bunch of times, but uh, we did the Santa Claus. We did the, the month-long December run of Christmas movies, and that was a lot of fun. So yeah. find Manus on those. He's, Manus is also, I uh, believe he's been on um, the Alchemy Comedy podcast. Is how we know each other as well. So check out Al- Alchemy Comedy in Greenville, South Carolina. As you listen to this, we're going to be back doing live shows at some point in 2021. I'm going to have Harrison Brookie speak to me in a few on my other podcast, the Alchemy Comedy podcast. Yes, you may be asking, why do I have so many podcasts? Because I'm a very bored and neglectful stepdad. That is why. <laughs> but part two with Petey Bachman coming up right now. Part two, Petey, let's jump right to it. So what were your takeaways from raw rubble 2021 initially um i pretty much enjoyed the whole thing oh just like just like easter mass all right good for yeah. you yeah <laughs> uh so i mean let's not let's not go down the 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 roster play we did that with manis in the first half i mean it was, it was pretty much everything in the matches were pretty much cut and dry we saw right like i mean bobby lashley retained um obviously drew mcintyre retained uh kevin lowen's lost against uh, roman reigns uh, women's tag team change, which we all predicted and saw. Um, speaking of Roman Reigns, um, would you want in the next WWE 2K22 game or whatever they rename it at some point, would you want the ability to drive a golf cart? Yes. Yes. I want to drive a golf cart and then I want to download Matt Hardy <laughs> and then run over <laughs> Sammy Guevara in the game. You, you got you to gotta have that. <laughs> I laugh as a ringtone for Matt Hardy. 
So yeah. My kid uh, freaked out when he saw Roman Reigns run down uh, Kevin Owens. It was quite hilarious just to see his reaction. He's like, that's allowed? I was like, in this kind of match, <laughs> anything goes. So Yeah, I thought that, that match was, I mean, it's, it's slow, like all last man standing matches are. It's probably like my least favorite gimmick match in WWE. Like the, the last ma- man standing. Like the match itself, you just don't like the format? Not really. It's a lot of uh, waiting. <laughs> Because yeah. yeah, you're saying if the person can get up in ten seconds. So it's I mean, it's it's just so much waiting. That's kind of how I felt about the Edge and Randy Orton match too mm-hmm. from WrestleMania. There's something that's weird too when there's no audience. It, ta- it takes me back to probably the best and weirdest uh last man standing match. What no, it wasn't even last man standing, it was an I quit match. It was the rock and mankind back in the day at super it was the it was in the middle of the Super Bowl that year. And mm-hmm. it was the rock when he was the heel for the corporate corporation. He won because he had a pre-recorded uh, take of mankind saying, <laughs> I quit, I quit, I quit. <laughs> and that's how he won. So that's it was, ridiculous. It was brilliant. Cause the next day they're like, see the recording. I didn't say I quit rock. So mm-hmm. it's nuts. I just uh, saw the worst finish yeah. on this is a complete random tangent, but I saw the worst finish on Mid South Wrestling. It was this, <laughs> I'm watching 80s Mid South for some reason, and uh, Ted DiBiase versus Paul Orndorff. Okay, so Paul Orndorff wins the match, but there was a stipulation there if there was a DQ, then the title would go back to DiBiase. But so the, the match ends. Paul Orndorff wins. Then he attacks DiBiase post-match, and the ref calls a DQ. After the match is over, gives the title back to DiBiase. I was like, how does that work? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was it? When I was when I was a teenager, it was WCW. It was Sting. I think it was Sting and DDP. Like, Sting had won the world championship belt at the beginning of the show, and then he lost it at the end of the show. Mm. It was very wild. I was like, what? That's a 90-minute reign? I don't get that. So, But one match in the uh, Royal Rumble that it, it's really starting to annoy me, the I hit my finish, and then the other guy hits his finish, and then finish, 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 like Goldberg and uh, McIntyre. They, they, I mean, let's let's talk about that, that match briefly because we didn't touch about it in the first half. That match it was everything in the reason why WWE fans booed through their TV screens when they heard and saw Goldberg approach the, the screen. I mean, it's the same Goldberg match we see all the time. He has two moves. He makes John Cena look like a, a, a pocket knife at this point, like a, like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Like all the different like things that John Cena used to get booed, and Roman Reigns used to get booed out of the arena all the time for having like three or four big moves, and that was it. Goldberg literally is those two moves, in which he can't even perform 100%. He can't even really do the jackhammer as much anymore. No, uh, one of the jackhammers looked pretty bad yeah. on Drew. I think it's because Drew's too long. Like his his legs hit first, yeah, before his back did, and it looked so pretty do, rough. Do, do you want me to curl into you? Like, how do you want this? <laughs> do, do I move? You move? Do you tell me? So Brock is doing that kind of match too, though, and he can oh, still yeah. go. And so it's really annoying. I don't know. I, I hate that as a style. Just finishers over and over and over. Like, there's no build at all. Uh, let me ask you this: What of the women's rumble itself? Any big surprises for you? Uh, 
not I mean, Bianca Belair. I, I didn't think she was going to win when the final three came down to Charlotte Ripley and Belair. I thought for sure it was going to be Charlotte or Ripley. I also was pretty mad because I did a rumble pool with Kyle yeah, and the, <laughs> some of his like family and friends. And I had Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. If either one of them won, I would have won 50 bucks. Oh man. So you and had like, a, Bel- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had then, a two out of three shot. You had a 66% chance of win at the end. Yeah. I just kept saying over and over again. I'm like, I'm 100% winning this. There's no way I'm not winning. And then Bel Air wins. And I'm like, really? How, how could you do me like this fence? <laughs> uh, it, it speaks volumes that, you know, the women's rumble hasn't been around that long. And, and so far, each one of the women's rumbles winners have gotten pretty good shots at, you know, the, the, the WrestleMania. I mean, you had Charlotte for last year <coughs> who took, you know, who, who decided out of shockingly going against Ray Ripley at NXT. Then before that, I think was it, was it Asuka? And then the women's triple threat, uh, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. And then before that, you know, I mean, it's, it's well, Asuka was the first one maybe, but it, it, I, I, I wonder and I hope that the momentum stays solid throughout this for the women's rumble winners. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. see a flub. Like I'll give an example. The year that Shinsuke won, I thought that was um, unseen. I thought that was surprising to me, especially someone who's Asian American, who doesn't see mm-hmm. a lot of the Asians really come through. That was the same year Asuka and Shinsuke won, but Asuka, you know, she had her title, she had her streak squashed by Charlotte yeah. at WrestleMania. And then Shinsuke lost against AJ, which started the Shinsuke heel turn. But for me, like, I, I think that was when Shinsuke started going downhill for me. I think, yeah, because the, the match was a disappointment. And then it was all downhill from there. Well, his match was a disappointment. And then they had rematches that didn't live up to as well. And then Shinsuke being a heel was not done well the way they did it. I mean, I like, I like the baby face who's silent a deadly killer goes in and out and you just get behind them because they're a good performer because you don't get yeah. enough of that you you do already have too many people who think they're good on the mic or too many gimmick th- things i mean you know i think we talked about an example last time my kid still talks about it the other night he he remembered when uh he watched bobby lashley in the royal rumble and he's like hey is that the guy that won lana's divorce i was like why do you, <laughs> why do you remember that that was so dumb that's the most important championship he's ever won. Oh man, I why Vince? No one cares <laughs> about your storylines that just make no sense on, in real life. Anyway, I think that manages to come up like every podcast we've done. The Lana, uh, Bobby Lashley, Rusev thing somehow manages to pop up every you know, time. No, here's what we're gonna do, PD. There's a lot of true crime podcasts out there. You and me, we make a podcast about the, the 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 rise and fall of the lana relationship <laughs> like like we do it like like detectives every week we just kind of like yeah. have like weird dramatic background music play like you know we talked to rusev that day and what rusev had to say would surprise you i don't know i that's why i'm with aw now i don't know so That'd i would be good yeah i would i would, <laughs> I would pay myself to, to listen to that true crime with rusev um, yeah, i thought the the women's rumble was my favorite match on the show Really? Yeah. Even though Nia Jax didn't murder anyone? <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, I didn't even see the uh, pre-show match. The tag team match. What was the pre-show match? Wasn't was it, it uh, Charlotte and Was Was that the pre-show? Oscar. Oh, yeah. Man. 
I, I like I I like fast forwarded to get to. It. I didn't realize it was like quote unquote the pre-show match. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the the women's rumble you found more impressive than the men's rumble. Yeah, I just thought that the it seemed like they had a lot more planned yeah. for spots, and like they, they were really creative with the spots that they did. A lot of really cool elimination things. I thought they were more creative than the men's match. I had mentioned with Manas that in the women's match, it was a raw heavy uh, women's roster rather mm-hmm. than being more balanced with the with the SmackDown and the uh, surprise Hall of Famers. Were you were you surprised with anything as far as anyone coming out in particular? Not really. I mean, Tori Wilson, that was cool. Yeah, Tori but... can. I think Tori can still perform for for her age and all that. I mean, yeah, I mean, she probably I mean, just doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not top tier. Like, I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch a Tori Wilson match by any means. But I think she's like, I could just be an influencer and not have to kill myself and, <laughs> and travel. Yeah, come out. Or they don't have to year? travel anymore. But exactly, come out once a year. Yeah, I can do that. Um, the the men's match. Who did you think was going to win? You know, I. I remember Manus making the long shot call for Edge, and I thought that was a good prediction. I thought maybe – I honestly thought Seth Rollins could win. I thought there was mm. a good chance, like, the return of Seth Rollins could be something. I also had an inclination that, you know, maybe, I don't know, Braun was going to make a surprise and just kind of run down everyone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, man, first off, Braun – looks incredible my god yeah. that guy is ripped now um he is on roids for sure <laughs> yeah i'm glad i'm glad they didn't have kane come out the same time Braun was in the ring because i would have felt really bad for kane because i know kane's retired he's a mayor of a east tennessee yeah mayor of knoxville county Whew, but man that belly of his it's like you ain't even trying <laughs> to hold that in anymore so no i also thought maybe riddle had a shot i really thought Riddle would have a shot because he's just riding this really big high train. You know what the, what the surprising thing was? Man has mentioned that uh, Keith Lee didn't make an appearance. Keith Lee was uh-huh. someone who also cut a scene. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he didn't even, he wasn't even on the card. He wasn't even on the pay-per-view. He must have been like just chilling somewhere or I don't know, but he wasn't even in the mm. roster. He wasn't on the card, nothing. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was curious about that. The, the uh, yeah, My biggest surprise overall, though, was Carlito. Speaking of getting ripped. Yeah insane i love seeing carlito out there i think that he's on some trial run deal where he's going to be around for like a month yeah just to see how he react like the crowd eats it up or anything yeah i mean i hope he spits in people's faces (laughs) yeah i want to see heel carlito i don't want to see this tag team face with jeff hardy thing like i don't want that yeah. I want to see it's cool and like just straight up, yeah, just like the. I, if they make another WWE game with Carlito in it, I want not the special, but the finisher. The finisher to be him spitting in your eye, and then you fall onto the to the canvas. Hmm. That'd be great. Yeah, I I saw a stat, and this is really bad for WWE that the average age in the Rumble was thirty eight. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's see here. You got Edge Orton. Sammy Seamus is old. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. Shinsuke. Carlito. It's a lot of old guys. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean they they I mean they all look good, but that's I mean that mm-hmm. is a good that's a good thing I didn't point out or you didn't mention before Big E. I mean Big E's in his mid thirties. 
He's yeah, simple, what Vince called a young buck of the of the of and like Sami Zayn too, but he's a long time veteran now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I forget Miz has been around for so long. I feel like yeah. Miz, Miz is like Keenan Thompson on Saturday Night Live. Miz has just been around for that long, but I forget that he's been around for that long. Mm. Kane, Kane obviously just kind of <laughs> that through that curve on the other side. And Rey Mysterio, it's like oh, it's like yeah, they just kind of like correct the curve mm. on that one. Yeah, that's a great point. When it came down to Christian, Christian also we didn't mention that. That was awesome. I I hope they do something with Christian. Not like obviously like a title run kind of by means, but mm. something like I don't know what was that. What was the pay per view where it was Christian? Was it was it Shawn Michaels and like all the guys who like came up to like step up for? Was it Roman? No. What was it? Well, they all stepped up for or against Randy Orton against Drew McIntyre. Right, like all, and then they like threw, oh, the, yeah, and they threw yeah, Randy they, in, in, in the ambulance, <laughs> and Blair mm-hmm. drove away in the ambulance. I, I want like that kind of moment for Christian for Edge if they let Edge win, but I don't know if Edge needs to win. So the, the prediction, and we'll, 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 we'll phase into this, this next is that Edge will obviously go for Roman because he's the top heel. Maybe he has something in the t- tank left to prove. Maybe he's like a, Tom Brady esque, right? It's like you know, I have only I've only got one thing left on my age to do is that's to get the title. Mm. I never lost, kind of thing. But you know, he never lost the world heavyweight championship, which is Drew McIntyre's belt. You know, the universal championship wasn't even around when Edge was around. So I don't know. I think Edge versus Roman is the the hottest match that you could do. I think it since Roman is such a great heel, I think it would have a lot more heat than Edge versus McIntyre. Oh, for sure. I mean, but so let's go down. So this is from IWNerd.com. This is their WrestleMania 37 predictions. The number nine match. You tell me what your thoughts are here. Big E versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens versus King Corbin for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Take out King Corbin and then that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Corbin, he's such a good WWE man. Like he's Corbin is the new Kane. Does that make sense? Like Corbin, <laughs> Corbin goes, does what is asked of him, performs, and Corbin yeah. is a good performer. Like he puts. He's on a just good uh, <laughs> the difference is um, he's not beloved. No, I mean like his gimmick is run <clears throat> out. The king, the king mm. thing is done. It's been done, and I I hate King of the Ring now. I really genuinely hate King of the Ring because of the whole like King Booker, King Sheamus, King <laughs> Barrett. That stupidity of it. Like when Stone Cold won King mm. of the Ring. He just came out of Stone Cold and just beat the shit out of people, so he didn't care. Uh, next prediction, Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan, which Daniel Bryan was sort of a prediction for some people saying that it could be his last run in, in WrestleMania, but alas, mm-hmm. you know, he, didn't, he didn't make it to the end. Um, I would be interested in this match. Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be awesome. I've also read that Edge wants a match with Bryan soon. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good... Uh, Whatever the next pay per view is, that would be a good, you know, kind of uh-huh. stepping stone. Because I think, you know, from my perspective, they definitely went really easy on Edge. I think, like, yes, he was the first one in there. But if you look, yeah. I mean, like, just even with like a, a half an eye, I mean, you could see Edge like in the corner, just kind of waiting, resting, kind of wondering, like, okay, do I get in this little spat over? Do I stay over here? What do I do? I mean, even my kid was laughing when. Uh, Seth Rollins came out, and then you see Seth Rollins outside the ring, clearly in the corner, just waiting to jump in to take out Daniel Bryan. Because <laughs> he's just like, what is he yeah. doing? That's so weird. What is he doing? So uh, We did a second Rumble pool for the men's Rumble, and I had Daniel Bryan. And I was like, ah, great. Okay, I'll win this one. And that didn't happen. <laughs> 
don't go with PD's predictions, folks. This will be- <laughs> don't go with PD's betting. Uh, that's the next podcast we're doing. PD's betting. Uh, <laughs> How to lose money on WWE with PD. <laughs> next prediction: Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. I'll tell you what. After the Rumble, I would watch uh, Big E versus Bobby Lashley. That little mm. back and forth they had, reversing each other's moves and like flipping around. I was like, that is something I want to see now. Or Big E versus Keith Lee. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Then after that, they predict uh, a four-way match for the Tag Team Championship SmackDown. You have... Street Profits versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic versus Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, who currently have the championship, uh, Shinsuke and Cesaro. There's a lot of good guys in there. <laughs> I I don't want to see Rey and Dominic team up at WrestleMania. I think, I mean, I, that sounds hurtful because I'm a stepdad, but I <laughs> I don't, mm, I don't know. Like, I know... They owe it to Ray in a sense. Like this is this is his last hurrah with WWE. This could be his last yeah. thing with his son he can do. But you know, is uh, he retiring? Maybe. I mean, for his age, it wouldn't be wrong. All right. Next up, we have Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. Do you see Sasha being the target for Bianca Belair after the Rumble? Now, does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that'll be a really cool match. She's a she's a hoss too. I've seen some of the things Bianca Belair does. I mean, she can like straight up just tear through someone at her size, which is incredible. Yeah, and I love the hair as a weapon oh, the gimmick, thing. The ponytail. Yeah. How is that not hazardous? How is that not? <laughs> How does she not like? I feel like that'd be incredibly painful to wrestle with that. I I I the I just wonder how she goes to the bathroom. That's what bothers me actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, this we just mentioned briefly <laughs> off the air, but we're going to mention to again. Randy Orton versus the Fiend, according to IWNerd.com, is a prediction for WrestleMania 37 and some sort mm-hmm. of gimmicky stipulation match. Um, we mentioned that we we don't like the gimmicky matches, right? Like we don't like the. No. I, mean, I don't. I mean, last couple of times the Fiend has ever had a match, it was the John Cena one, which was like going back in time, going through different TV things. It was very WandaVisiony before WandaVision. That, yeah, that one was cool. I liked that one a lot. And which he he actually won, but the other ones don't make any sense because he's lost like the House of Horror matching as Randy Orton years ago. The House and... of Horror thing, they were just trying to capitalize off of Matt Hardy's um, success with the final deletion. Oh, that I forgot about that one. Oh my god. Yeah, that match is. I've watched that like twenty times. Could you imagine Matt Hardy explaining to his wife, like, "Hey, honey, <laughs> um, so here's the thing." You're going to be happy. I don't have to travel for work, but, but hear me out. Hear me out. The guy in me, we're going to have to wrestle through the house. Mm, uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot fireworks in the woods. <laughs> and I know you don't like my laugh, but I have to do it. It's part of the gimmick. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the laugh thing. That was just Vince. That was Vince ruining Matt Hardy's gimmick. Oh, Vince came over that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had no idea. No, that wasn't like Matt. He would do that, but he would do it like not constantly. <laughs> like he would do it in spots. Vince is like, all right, I'll have you back, but you got, you know what I want. You know yeah. what I want. Like he cut a promo with the laugh, and Vince liked it so much that he just like made the laugh the whole gimmick <laughs> and ruined it. Uh, wild prediction here. It makes sense though. Drew McIntyre versus John Cena. Uh, last time we saw John Cena, 
uh, it was last year against the Fiend. We just said, and then before that, he had that squash match against Undertaker, I believe. I I think Cena versus McIntyre is awesome. I would watch that. It, it makes sense, right? I mean, McIntyre, in the eyes of the fans, he's proving that he's the dominant, most dominant. But do you know the thing is? I just thought about this. This has been done though. This has been done where a current champion going into WrestleMania has had to prove it for everyone by taking down old past guys because he's already yeah. run through every pa- every guy there is. And in Drew's case, he's done that, right? He's he's taken down AJ Styles. He's beaten Randy Orton. Um, but I I've just I didn't even think about that angle to it that it's it's really telling that for the big matches they have to bring back. It's going to be if it's Edge and John Cena. Those guys were the top stars like 15 years ago. Right. It's pretty sad when you've got a roster full of guys who are so good. Like, why is Daniel Bryan not in the main event? I think because like Daniel Bryan has been in the main event, right? Like Daniel Bryan had one of the biggest WrestleMania moments of all time, arguably six, seven years ago, coming out and beating Batista and Orton in a triple threat match while injured. Right. Like that was like a huge, really well written, well done storyline that literally has been captured endlessly for like video (coughs) documentaries and so on. So I think like giving Dana Bryan a final run of some capacity is is definitely worthy. But it's hard to be like, how do you top that moment? How do you because like simply winning a rumble Well, with Kofi, him putting over Kofi. Right. It, w- it was like on par with his with him winning. Like it was yeah. that good of a moment. Oh yeah. And he knew that moment was special for both of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't you know, I don't I don't really know what to do with Daniel Bryan at that point, uh except for giving just one hell of a match with Seth Rollins and I think that's worthy enough as well because it's yeah. it's, it's 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 I would I would feel better for Daniel Bryan having a last match against Seth Rollins than I did for Kurt Angle having a last match against Corbin. Yeah, well, the the difference is Brian can move, and he doesn't look like a, a a robot when he's like Kurt Angle. It was weird because I was watching his stuff on the Indies in like 2017. He was wrestling Cody and New Japan guys and like guys all over, and he looked good. And yeah. the reason he looked good is because he was doing like one date a month. So yeah. then he goes to WWE and he can barely walk. Yep. Which in, in hindsight, you know, like I think when you look at it on paper, you say Kurt Angle's last match is against Corbin, but then going back to what I said earlier about Corbin, even though we hate Corbin, Corbin can perform. Corbin mm-hmm. knows how to take care of people. Corbin knows also how to not kill people in the ring for a big dude, you know? Like, yeah. He's agile, he's fast, he's responsible. So I can understand from a standpoint, like, okay, this may be the last match, but at least I'll give it a good shot with someone who won't. Like, yeah. and, and unfortunately, like like Seth Rollins and Sting, which we had mentioned, I think, previously. Um, does John Cena versus Drew make sense, or would you rather see a Drew versus Edge make more sense? Because going back to it, we're talking about yeah. taking down people of the past to prove that you are top dog now. Does it make more sense to take down John Cena or take down Edge, which both guys are, are notably like very good ring people and very good behind the scenes folks. And John Cena is always on call whenever needed. He goes down to the yeah. that he needs to the, like, I remember, I remember the feud with human Roman. That's probably by far the best shoot in the past 10 years alone where the, where the yeah. whole thing, like 
I may I, be part time, but I'm part time because you can't do your job. Yeah, I remember like not finding Roman that compelling <laughs> during that time. I think the feud would work way better now. I think if they did um, Edge versus McIntyre and Cena versus Roman, and yeah. like have heel Roman definitively beat John Cena, I think that'd be really cool. Um. Last prediction here as well for WrestleMania of 2021 is Roman Reigns versus Edge. There's not even like another option except for maybe Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan if they do the Edge-Drew McIntyre route. Would you you rather see Roman Reigns-Bryan or Roman Reigns-Edge? Reigns-Bryan. Yeah. I mean, I I, I like Edge a lot, but Bryan is a much better wrestler at this point. And Edge, um, he so they advertise his appearance on NXT for days, and then NXT gets beaten by AEW by two hundred thousand viewers. Oh wow! So Kenny and the Good Brothers and uh, Moxley outdrew Edge. <laughs> the Good Brothers, I forget that's their <laughs> new name now. That's, that's like weird to me. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I agree. I think I'd rather see Roman and Brian because I feel like Roman has better chemistry with smaller people than mm-hmm. kind of like a kind of like a Brock Lesnar. I feel like oh, and the promos would be amazing. Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan could carry that promo all of the WrestleMania by himself alone. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan via Paul Heyman's with Roman Reigns, I think that would be. And that's the thing, right? Like, for me, that's the reason I watch wrestling more than I do for the matches. Like, the matches are okay nowadays. And, like, there, yes, there are going to be spots where I'm like, oh, my God. you got to watch AEW, man. <laughs> You're I missing out. I know. But the promos is what I really enjoy about wrestling ever since I was, like, a teenager. I really, like, like for me, watching The Rock on the mic, Stone Cold on the mic, Kurt Angle, like, all those guys had this charisma that just was so fun to watch. And Daniel Bryan has that. And I, could, I think that match leading up would be so good. I can also see... I, so now thinking about it out loud, I would like to. I would rather see Edge McIntyre in like a babyface, babyface respect for one another match kind of thing. Kind of like back in the day, one of the best WCW matches back in the day was DDP Halloween Havoc against Goldberg, where they were both babyfaces. They both gave <coughs> their all, both left it out there, both ended on the hug, and the crowd like was standing on their feet and respecting yeah. DDP, knowing DDP was going to lose because it's Goldberg and in his prime. But the fact that they all were like, man, that man gave it his all. I could see Drew McIntyre versus Edge, keep them both baby face, don't do any dirty shots. Maybe they team up and like take down Orton and the Fiend or some kind of weird gimmick tag team match to lead up to the hype until WrestleMania. But a face to face, baby face, baby face. And then Edge goes out on a high note with Drew McIntyre raising his hands kind of thing. I could see that along with. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. I would rather see those those line up better than the other way around. Yeah. I think that's what I would much rather see, too. On this final note, what, what other PD hopes does PD have for uh, WrestleMania? What is something that you just absolutely just wish and hope to see? Um, I really um, only watch WWE for Daniel Bryan, and it's been that way for like the past three <laughs> years. So I want to, I just want to see Daniel Bryan have a good match. Nice. Uh, any other, any other shoots? Any other plugs for the the newest revelations of AEW that you saw? Um, I think 
AEW has been the best wrestling TV show consistently for a long time, like weekly TV. Mm-hmm. The, they have like pay-per-view level matches that they do on TV every week almost. And they have like special episodes of Dynamite that feel like pay-per-views. It's just like, it's this weird like mix of ECW and WCW <laughs> what it feels yeah. like. And, I, I um, definitely love the WCW feel I get. Like, there's a weird nostalgia when I watch it. Yeah, and then the the fans are what reminds me of ECW. Yeah, it's like so rabid. Um, I, I saw them in Charlotte, and it was such a fun atmosphere. But um, things are going to get super interesting if they have a partnership with New Japan. It might just be the, because um, Moxley has the U.S. title in New Japan. Yep, and they had to work out a deal with AEW so that they could have Moxley defend it in the United States because they can't fly Moxley over to Japan because of the pandemic. So Moxley and the pandemic kind of, I guess, forced them into a relationship. And I hope it's more than just Moxley and Kenta. But Kenta is going to be wrestling next week on Dynamite, and I'm really looking forward to it. Well, between you and Manis, you guys have talked me into – Checking out AEW more now. I hope this also, for folks listening, check out AEW for their more action-packed wrestling. Unless you want scripted drama that takes forever on a show <laughs> that is unnecessarily three hours long with way too many commercials. It's always amazing yeah. when you take Raw and then the next day they put it on Hulu and it goes from a three-hour production <coughs> to like one hour and 40 minutes because I'm like, wow, it was that much commercials and that much fluff they cut out. Yeah. So Anyway... PD, always fun talking about wrestling, man. Um, I hope your predictions come true. I hope also you're a good man in your word and you pay up Kyle Nolan uh, for all the profits. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The money was already – I gave it to him before the Rumble started. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I paid my debts. Nice. Uh, get me in on those uh, prop bet bets with uh, Kyle Nolan. I'm totally done. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, dude, um, we were thinking about doing one for an old Rumble because we're like – we have no idea if we just picked a random Rumble and then – like had numbers drawn randomly mm-hmm. we, we have no idea who wins like the 89 <laughs> rumble so or, or, or just... like you you, <laughs> you say someone's gonna win and they're not even in that rumble altogether yeah it's like uh i got macho man oh macho man already <laughs> in wcw he's not even gonna come out oh man <laughs> love it uh always fun to have you on the show check out pd bachman on uh church stories as well on on iTunes yeah um, let's i've done two half hour interviews with a puppet so go check that out <laughs> that no honestly check that out was that with chris yeah nice uh mutual friend chris freeland check that out with uh shire merima and also uh after school program as well find that on youtube and find that on facebook on their uh pages as well guys always fun to have you i definitely want to do this again when it comes close to wrestlemania to see how much yeah. you can lose on bets and let's do an aew episode yes manis would definitely be down for that 